0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Clarity of Vision. I'm Joseph and I'm glad you're here with me. I'd like to start off this second episode in a little bit lighter and brighter of a spot. I'm feeling inspired and I'd like to share that inspiration with you. I wrote something a few weeks back that I believe came to me or came through me from a spiritual source and I'll read it to you now. This is for those with ears to listen, to be reminded of who they truly are. You are an individuation of God, a piece of God that is no less than the whole. You are a co-creator with God, not a supplicant. This podcast is called Clarity of Vision because your true vision of yourselves has been obfuscated by your societies, governments, and others, and clarity needs to be restored to you all. Allow this message to be heard, felt, and embraced, for it is your divine nature that has been hidden from you. Your divine nature, your creative nature, your intuitive nature, is at the core of who you really are, and it is that nature that can be rediscovered. That is why I am sharing this message with you, so that you may know your providence, so that you may unlock that which has been hidden from you. It is my hope and my highest desire that you may reconnect with your divine selves, remember who you really are, and raise your vibration to the next level of awareness and enlightenment. May the light and love of the infinite intelligence of God be revealed within you. And may you be free of the ideologies and beliefs that limit you, allowing you to know the feeling that we are all one. I wanted to read that to you because I felt it was very important to share it. I felt like it's something that needed to be out there in the world. Regardless of what your religious upbringing might be, what your views on God are, perhaps you're an atheist, perhaps you're agnostic. When I use the word God, I don't mean any sort of particular religious definition or variation on the concept of God. I'm speaking of God more as the base level consciousness that exists through all of reality. The infinite intelligence sometimes is called. My personal philosophy on all of this is take what works for you and discard the rest. You don't have to take everything I say and internalize it. Just consider it. Be open to it. That is how we grow as human beings. We allow ourselves to be introduced to new concepts and ideas. If they work for us, we make them a part of our core beliefs eventually. If they don't, we cast them aside and find what does. With that said, I'd like to tell you a little bit about myself and my spiritual journey. So I've always been a pretty sensitive kid. Even when I was really small, I could pretty easily intuit what others were feeling. As I got older, a lot of those sensitivities began to dull simply because of, you know, experiences in my life and within my family dynamic. I came from a tumultuous childhood. I won't go into great detail, but I'll just tell you that I had two alcoholic parents. One was a functional alcoholic, meaning uh, my father could binge all night and get up and go to work and never miss a day at work. My mother, on the other hand, was the only way I can describe it is like split personality. The sweetest, most loving woman you could ever want to meet. But as soon as she passed a certain threshold of intoxication, that was it. She became someone else. Literally, the light extinguished from her eyes. When my mother was in that state, I'd been put through some horrific things that no child should endure. However, I survived. And for all their flaws, I still love my parents. They're gone now, but I believe that they did the best that they could with the tools that they had. My mother had a terrible childhood growing up in the Great Depression, so did my father. I say all that to say this, although we go through terrible things in our lives, we can find peace, we can find stability, and being a survivor of that kind of trauma, gives you an entirely different perspective on the world. Some choose to take the perspective of cynicism, expecting the world to always deal them what has always been dealt to that point. In my case, I have struggled and tried very hard to stay positive, to stay open to all the wonderful things that life can bring me. Now, that's not always easy or even possible. I've certainly had my dark moments. You heard one of them in the first podcast, but it gets easier to come back from those dark moments as we move forward. So I had my spiritual awakening, you might call it, around summer of 2011. I was driving home from work. I was struggling with what to do about my career and how I was going to move forward. I had thoughts of leaving my home state of Alabama and going abroad. I didn't know how that would affect my wife and I. And on that drive home from work that day, the windows down, sun was setting, the warm summer breeze. It was a particularly mild summer day for Alabama, which usually has very harsh summers. But I felt my mother say, go. I felt as though a weight had been lifted. And the next day when I got to work, I told myself I would give my employer one more chance to do the right thing and give me a raise. I asked for a raise and was told flatly no. So I turned right around on my lunch hour and spent that hour looking for another job. And literally the first job I applied for was the job that brought me out here to California and brought me into a very fortuitous situation I was able to meet and befriend my spiritual mentor a man named Charlie who will be a special person to me for as long as I live he taught me so much and was such a dear friend and that really changed my life those series of events that moment of feeling my mother say go finding that opportunity that brought me here, and then meeting Charlie. Everything just began to unfold. Charlie introduced me to meditation. He introduced me to my guides. Charlie was gifted. He could do a psychic reading. He could see the future. And often did readings for my wife and I. So, in the week that I was trying out for this job, the owner, rather than putting me up at a hotel, said, why don't you stay at this house that I own just down the street from the office? You can walk back and forth to work. You don't need a rental car. And you can stay with my best friend. He lives there. I thought, okay, this is interesting. Hmm. So I got picked up at the airport and dropped off at this house. Didn't know anyone. Walked in the front door and got the warmest, most genuine greeting that any human being has ever given me. And within minutes, Charlie and I we're best friends. It's like we had known each other our whole lives. And there was a considerable age difference between us. Charlie was 78 or 79. I had just turned 40. And the connection was irrefutable, unmistakable. And we stayed up till almost three in the morning that night, just talking about spiritual matters. I'd never really talked about the things that I'd been thinking about with anyone. Because in Alabama, I lived in a very evangelical Christian environment. And you just don't talk about that kind of stuff. And talking about it so freely and openly with Charlie was a relief. And at the end of that week, Charlie said something to me I'll never forget. He said, hey, if they offer you this job, I know it's going to be a while before your wife can move out here. So why don't you live with me? However long it takes till she's ready to come out. I was like, wow, that's really generous, Charlie. I appreciate that. You know what? I I might just take you up on that. And sure enough, they offered me the job, and I lived with Charlie for four months. And it was an incredible four months. (laughs) Charlie was a big fan of British Mysteries on PBS, so we would I'd come home from work, and we'd sit down and have dinner and watch those things and fall asleep on, on the couch in front of the TV. We both... Had a passion for ice cream, which was great. We both ate a ton of ice cream while I lived there. And we had breakfast every Sunday morning. And when my wife came out, she lived with Charlie and I as well. We both lived there for a few weeks until our stuff arrived and then we moved into our apartment. But it was a great experience. And over 10 years, Tracy and I, every Sunday morning, had breakfast with Charlie. And it was a great routine. drive to his house in Mountain View. We'd walk from his place over to Castro Street. We'd go to our favorite little breakfast spot. When we were done with breakfast, we would go to this wonderful little spiritual bookstore in Mountain View called East West Books. We would go inside, and towards the back, they have this wonderful little waterfall feature and a couple of chairs sitting there for people to meditate. And Charlie and I, every Sunday morning, would just sit back there and meditate. And that was our morning ritual for Sunday. And it was really great. Unfortunately, Charlie passed in 2020. And it has been challenging, to say the least, to be without my spiritual mentor. So I will continue on. Part of me, I think, that needs a sense of security wants another spiritual mentor. But I have been told by Psychics and by channeled beings, that I unequivocally do not need a spiritual mentor, that it is a security blanket for me essentially, and that I need to just trust myself and my intuition and move forward. So, that is what I've decided to do. I have ceased my search for a spiritual mentor and I'm looking within to the wisdom and the guidance that can come from within me. My guides and my angels. Now you might be asking, if you're new to this topic, what are guides? You might know what angels are because they're pretty well covered in most religions. So I'll try to describe them each like this. A guide is a spiritual being who has incarnated in the physical realm many, many times, either here on earth or on other worlds, and has decided... Not to return to the physical plane, instead to remain a spiritual being and offer guidance to us here in the physical world because how deeply they care for us. They understand what we're going through, they've been through it themselves, and they just want to help. Those are your guides. And sometimes you can have more than one, but everyone has at least one guide. Now, angels, well... They're pretty well covered by religion, but I would give them a a simpler description. Simply, angels are incredibly loving beings that are of an incredibly high vibration from a level of reality far above ours. They have never incarnated as physical beings into the physical realm, and they have such a deep, abiding love for us and unconditional love for us. So I'll get deeper into guides and angels in future podcasts, how you can meet your guides, how you can reach out to them and contact them, and how you can use their wisdom to your advantage because they really do want to help. So here it is 2023 and I am at a spiritual crossroads you might say. It's time to put up or shut up, as they say in the South, and it's time for me to figure out what I am supposed to do here, my purpose, my mission, how my spiritual gifts might enhance the world. I believe this podcast is the beginning of that. I believe it is a jumping off point for me. What's next? I don't know. I enjoy writing, perhaps a book. I enjoy speaking. Perhaps I'll do public speaking. I don't know. Although the thought of speaking in public terrifies me, I I trust that that is a potential future because it has been told to me that I am to be a teacher and a healer, that those are my gifts, and I guess I'm supposed to do something with it. I don't know. I guess that's what I'm trying to do right now is figure this out live in real time while you listen to this podcast, I don't have all the answers. I don't, wouldn't even pretend to have all the answers. All I know is what resonates with me. And some of the things I've written, some of the things that I've encountered, and I have done some channeled writing, and I will talk about that in more detail in a later episode. I've also had, and this is a bit of a controversial topic, I have uncovered repressed memories of being abducted by extraterrestrials that I'm still struggling with because I don't know if that is just my imagination or if that is something real. I did go to a professional hypnotherapist to recover these memories and the memories that I recovered were so frightening that I did not go back and perhaps if I feel comfortable with it I'll share that experience with you in a later podcast as well. So I am gonna stop here and wish you all the best. I'm sending you love and good energy. I hope that this podcast brings you some joy and peace in your life. I hope that this time we've shared together has done you some good as it has me. I thank you for your time and I look forward to seeing you next time on Clarity of Vision.